Welcome and our Friday panel in studio to discuss the issues of the week and with us in studio former Sligo uh, councillor Albert Higgins and Anthony Gray well known restaurateur former president of the Restaurants Association of Ireland uh, two men I think who have uh, strong opinions on, on most topics and hopefully that'll be the case again this morning Good morning to you both Good morning, and, and, and thanks for joining us Well maybe we'll start with the weather forecast because we're still getting photographs of Ben Bulban and Knocknaray and mountains in Donegal and people telling us there's snow in Ben Bulban. Um, what, do you have sympathy for the weather forecasters, Albert? Or do you I, I think I do. I think they they, they do the best to to give us what's uh, coming and warnings. It's nice to get a warning sometimes uh, if it doesn't work out, but at least uh, the the. They make us think as to, I always like to get warned about a storm coming because when you live in an old house like I do, yeah, uh, you, you start batting down the hatches and sometimes when it comes I'm delighted. But well, do you ever but, batten but down but the hatches I, and think, well, I, God, I, I, think, I, I wasted a couple of hours there? Uh, no, my, I think a lot of the problem with weather forecasting is that society, the way it's gone today, everything has to be perfect. And if someone yeah. says something, then it's supposed to happen. Uh, there's no. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, of course it's a forecast. It's not. It's it's a, sort of a prediction, isn't it? More so. Well, it, yeah, it yeah. is. And and as we know, if the prevailing winds just change that little bit, yeah, then what was heading our way heads off in some other yeah. direction. So it's it's not an easy one to do. Yeah, and I was told by someone involved in meteorology many years ago that that Ireland is one of the most difficult places in the world to accurately forecast weather, believe it or not. So there you go. Yeah, I, but, uh, yeah, I think because of the winds and the way the, they can twist and change uh, leaves it okay. type of difficult. But if they get it right, they're great. If they get it wrong, we all give out. Right. Anthony, do you, do you buy into all these orange and yellow warnings and abide by them and, and see the, the worth in them? Um, I, I, I don't. Um, you know, it's, it's it's very difficult on businesses when they're coming out with weather warnings and actually nothing happens. You can, it, it's more so it, that happens on a regular basis. So it's happening a lot. Um, you know, I, I just don't understand how if you go to America, they and I particularly I went to Chicago. I've been lucky or yeah. luckily enough to go to Chicago. They'll tell you on on the the weather forecast if it's actually going to rain or if there's going to be wind or if there's going to be a thunderstorm in the city of Chicago, yeah. which is only you know it's 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 it, big. It's ridiculously accurate over it's, there. Yeah, but how come we can't get it accurate? And yet they're coming out. You know, the, the effect that it has on people is they don't go out. There's a weather warning, and it goes back to I think pre-pandemic, you know, shock and awe, scare everyone, the big jazzes out of everyone, scare the living daylights out of them, don't go out, there's an orange weather warning, there's snow and ice, and yet, you know, nothing happens. And it's it's too regular, and I think, you know, it's high time that uh, somebody uh, said, look, come on, if you're going to do it, do it right, or don't do it at all. Uh, you know, they've a closure of schools too, there was schools closed there not so long ago, and there was no reason for the schools to be closed. Mm. And then when you put that on people on the night before, it, it's, it's pure panic because you're trying to get uh, somebody to look after the kids if you're working you know it's it's very very difficult and I think it's about high time that they looked at it and looked at it correctly because people don't pass any heed of them which is unfortunate because then you know if they do get it right 
now and again well then you know it could lead to accidents and stuff but yeah. I think it's it's like the boy who cried wolf you know yeah but, but by the same token someone said earlier you're better off for forewarned better off for forewarned to be forearmed if you know what I mean and you know we maybe we should overcompensate in such cases in case things get very very dangerous but it's, it, it's the safety of people out there. It is the safety of people. I understand that, but then it's getting completely and utterly wrong. Like, mm. you, you, like as well as that. Like they, they came out and they said Connacht. They said a, a snow and uh, ice warning for Connacht. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> like Connacht. Hello. Is it going to be in Galway? Is it going to be in Sligo? Is it going to be in Mayo? You know, so like, just don't come out with something and just blanket everyone and and, and scare them. I think I don't think it's right. Uh, in, in, in fairness, if you take if you take yesterday, uh, some people would say it snowed all day. But if it hadn't to be as moist as it was falling, then we would have had a nice uh, fall of snow last night. So I think you have to give a little bit of give and take you can't come out and just say yes it's going to be three inches of snow if that turns into water up in the skies how can the poor fellow who's trying to warn you he's the worst in the world because water came instead of snow yeah if it had to be snowing at the rate it snowed yesterday and it was dry then we would have had a big fall of snow what did people do years ago, this person asks, when snow was snow? My God, a little bit of snow and all stands still in this country. Right, OK. I'm, I'm going to read out this text. I'm putting you on the spot here, Anthony. Uh, good morning, Anthony. Uh, you gave me a great laugh when you introduced the Enoch Burger. Great sense of humour and fair play to you. <laughs> do, can you, do you want to comment on that? Absolutely. Or, Look, yeah. at it was a bit of tongue-in-cheek and I suppose we were launching a new burger and it, it gained a bit of publicity and, and all it was was a tongue-in-cheek uh, comment. It got a lot of shares and that was really it, Niall. Yeah. It was, and it for was those who fun. haven't seen your post, why is it called an Enoch burger? Well, I suppose, you know, you can come into Hooks, you probably won't want to leave after eating it and uh, as well as that, you can try other stuff. You can try the breakfast stuff as well and uh, the the stuff and the evening stuff and I suppose like at the end of the day we don't discriminate anyone enjoying a burger yeah <laughs> and we're okay I, I don't know what it is I, I, yeah it is a serious matter what have you made of the of the Enoch Burke controversy culminating in those scenes we saw outside the High Court Oh, look, I, I, I have my own views on this um, and uh, I, I, more than likely they'll, they'll cause a bit of controversy but uh, at the end of the day you know I think the man has to if he has his own beliefs keep them to himself I think it's wrong what he's doing um, I think the, the courts were perfectly right uh, to, to chastise them and, and put them out if it was anyone else the same thing would have been done um, I think look if you were to think about the society that we lived in and the society that the world lived in years and years ago um, if you were to re- relate it back to Martin Luther King to so on to so on you know our society and the world is changing Yeah, like just because there is something going on with somebody's life or whatever way they want to decide which way they want to go in life or what way they want to live life or what they want to be called like at the end of the day all we're here to do is to love and respect them people and uh, I think it's about high time that we showed love and respect to everyone 
and not just because of their sex or you know whatever they want to call themselves like society is changing at the end of the day we're here to look after each other and I think uh, I think it's high time that we that we took that uh, mantra you know uh, Albert, you've been following the, the Enoch Burke saga as it is at this stage. Yes, I'm I sure. think the whole episode is, is on one hand, it's sad. Uh, and on the other hand, I think that they have... He, he has his points and he's entitled to his beliefs. Yeah. Uh, but I think... But, but not being discriminated against take, for it, his beliefs, you don't it, think? Yeah, I I don't think. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think anyone is discriminating against him. It's it's himself who is convincing himself that he is. But you cannot take on the judiciary, and that's where I think he has fallen down. He's trying to hammer the judiciary, and all they're doing is doing their job. And yeah. in fairness to uh, Justice Birmingham, I think if you read his report, I thought he was very fair to Enoch Burke in. Uh, his summing up, but you just can't take the law into your own yeah. hands. It, it's it's hard to see how this is going to be sorted out, isn't it? Because after the um, confrontation as it was involving members of his own family in the High Court, he, he was back outside uh, the multi-farnham school the next day. Yeah, I, I, my, my view is I have no problem with him standing outside the gates of the school but he should not enter into. Let him make this protest and stand there forever if he, if he wants to. And uh, some people will agree with him, some won't. But I don't think that he should be entering in onto the ground and disrupting the, the workings of the school. I, I think... Uh, if it was me, I think I would just lift him up and leave him outside the gate every time he goes in. You have to look at it too in another aspect as well. Like And, and, and nobody actually comments on this and if they do they they very rarely comment on it at the end of the day what effect is that having on the child that is at the actual core of this and the, and the child has been decided to come out in whatever gender they wanted to have he's causing a massive effect on that child which will in two cause any amounts of stuff mental illness uh, bullying etc etc so like it's not right that he stands outside the school it's not because every single day when that child goes to school, they, whether it's whether it's a him or a she, they see that person, yeah. and of course it's bringing back. And of course, you know, in schools they can be very difficult. So I don't think it's right. He should be ran out of the place. Right. Okay. Um, I came from Ballymote this morning. It's a very icy road. Tell Anthony we don't all live in Sligo Town. Use your common sense. Well, I know we can't we can't generalise in relation to a weather forecast, but. Uh, Overall, I think the general feeling is that the northwest is not as badly affected by snow as maybe the forecasters had predicted. Right, OK. Um, let's get your views on, on the eviction ban, uh, which has caused so much controversy and indeed rows in the doll as well and so forth. Where do you stand on this, Albert, uh, the lifting of the evictions ban at the end of the month? Or should there be an evictions ban in the first place? I think it is, it, it, it all comes down to what we haven't been doing for the last 20 or 30 years, and that is building uh, what we used to call one time starter homes. And <clears throat> you know what I mean? The council for the last 20 years is going out and competing and paying 
three, four hundred thousand for a local authority house. Yeah. Years ago, and I, I still think, and I said it here the last day I was on here, you can build nice to uh, cottage type buildings and have them as starter homes. That was always the case. Yeah. We always had in Sligo what they called masonettes and they were either called two up or two down. But a family went in there and that was the start and they worked up and then they got a, a different house. I think we've got to go back to that to create uh, small units as starter homes. We all can't have palaces day one mm-hmm. but unfortunately that's the way society has gone, we and, all and, want and that's the big the, house. That's the greater problem here. You see, you you say, which has to be. I think, resolved yeah. First. If if we had those units for people to go into, <clears throat> I was talking to uh, a, a lady only last week, who they had thought they were doing the right thing, and they purchased an apartment in Dublin uh, years ago for yeah. when the kids would go to university. Now, they can't get the person out of the apartment. The kid is in its second year in university yeah. paying very high rent. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that is wrong because that person made provisions or tried to make provisions for their family coming down the road and they can't get possession back of, the, of their, their apartment okay, for so, the kids to so, so uh, their kids to you agree so with what the government has well, decided? Well, I don't th- I think you, you the easiest thing is we'll keep a ban and all the rest, but I think that th- there there is two sides to every story. Yeah. And uh, and I, I, I I would hate to see anyone being evicted. And I, I don't believe I would be able to do it myself. But there is the other side. If I want to get possession because I need that, I think I should be entitled to it. Right, OK. Anthony, uh, do you, do you, are you going to give the, the other side of the story that Albert uh, mentions or are you, are you on, on his side? Do you, do you agree with the, with the government move to lift this ban? I don't think it's the right time, Niall. Um, you know, uh, all you have to do is look at the figures and a lot of the time nobody ever mentions figures. Um, but yet, there's, there, you know, all you have to do is Google them and they're, and they're sticking out at you. And it, it's, it's 11,630 people yeah. are homeless at the moment. That's a 30% rise on last year's figures and that's in emergency accommodation 3,440 of them are children like now is not the time to come out with an eviction ban especially when you th- when you th- when you think of it realistically we have a national homeless crisis we have a national emergency crisis yeah. we've taken in uh, 40,000 refugees from the Ukraine that they have to be housed we're going to take in another 30,000 of them Right. On top of that, that that's ten times more. We've taken in ten times more than France. Like, and you you have a massive, massive problem with it, with accommodation, with right across the board here. Like, don't try and exaggerate that. It's look, it's plain and simple. It's down to the fact. Albert is correct in one hundred percent. He's saying we didn't build the houses. We should have built the houses. But of course, we've fallen down in that aspect, and we've fallen down quite well on it because you can't get a house for love nor money you seen the programme the other night people queuing people one person tried I think it was 200 times to get a house like that's that's what we're living in like go and fix that problem first look after the people in our own country first you know it 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 it, it not only recently you covered on 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 the poor McMorrow man who died I, I was just going to come to that and indeed your 
kindness was publicly acknowledged by his family in the aftermath of his death in how you uh, give him warm food and drink and so forth. Yeah, look at, and I, I didn't want that publicised um, and, and you know, um, it was something that I didn't want anything for. It, it was, I was walking past the poor man, um, I stopped, I had a chat with him, um, I had a really good chat with him and to be honest with you, it, it really upset me in the following days to come afterwards and myself and Ashley and Quinn, um, you know, she looked after him and I chatted away to him and I asked him, would you like a cup of tea? He, and I said, how do you like your tea? Because I, I like my tea strong with the tea bag in it. And lo and behold, they, you know, so so did he. And my heart goes out to the family as well. And first and foremost, and I did was in contact with the family. But like that's that shouldn't have happened in our society. Yeah. Shouldn't happen to anyone. And I think it's you know high time that uh, the government actually st- stood up to the plate and actually stopped the eviction ban. Pushed it. Put, kick the can down the road until yeah. we get the whole thing sorted. Get get our get your own house in order before you try, try, start trying to put people out of their own house. Uh, this person says the council corporation that was are buying houses in private housing estates and they have people in them paying very very little rent where is the fairness there someone else says why can't they build modular homes in the region now uh, how can how can they build modular homes for for Ukrainian refugees in the region now and not for homeless people which kind of touches on what Anthony uh, was saying there but we'll come back maybe to the Ukrainian situation uh, very, very shortly. Yeah, I, I, yeah but uh, sorry. I think the, last, yeah. the last time I was on here, Niall, I made the point that you can, the council can could go into a, a, a five-acre site and put up small units. Yeah, which would, I honestly think it may you will never solve the housing problem. Never. Uh, I, I, I'm around now for fifty years. Uh, in, in in local politics, and it was as bad fifty years ago as it is now. You see, was, no improvement whatsoever. But we we went away from doing that small starter home, and I think that's where we have to get back to. And as I said the last day, yeah, if you go into a five acre field, put uh, footpath roads in it, you can put. An awful lot of small starter homes on that, which would serve. And once the family gets bigger, they move out and they move on to something else. I think that is the way to do it. And uh, the sooner we get back to that, the better. Uh, this person says, for the masonettes that Albert are talking about, there were masonettes in Dorley Park one time. The houses should have been built where they were uh, for local people. Um Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I want to go. Yeah, I want to go on because there's a comment in relation to this. Uh, we certainly had a lot of reaction on the show to the comments of Antishok Leavraker, who said he agreed that uh, children at school should be taught about transgender people. It was uh, right and proper in this day and age that they would be taught about uh, such issues. Not all of our listeners agreed with that. And this person says, if a child wants to be referred to as it or they then let it be. Um, but if a child wants to go to school as a naturist, for example, do the parents allow it? Where do we draw the line in this argument? Anthony, this is a, it's a tricky one. Do you want to take that one first? Yeah, Transgenderism yeah. and what we teach our children in schools, or is it ultimately the parents' responsibility? 
Well, it's the parent's responsibility to a certain degree. Like, you have to obviously look after the child and look after the child's well-being. Um, and if the child gets to a certain age in life and, and is a bit confused on which way it wants to go, like, at the end of the day, you still love the child. It, it, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah. what way they decide and which way they want to go. Um, you know, as I said to you, I think I think society and the world has changed. Um, and, and, like, all we have to do is respect each other. And whether or not... You know, whatever beliefs you have, um, you know, if you want to, if you want to go down the road and 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 say that this is going to happen, or I I think I'm this way inclined, so be it. It, like it, the world is changing as I said if you, it goes back to w- when you know people were against um, he, when Martin Luther King was around in apartheid and people were against uh, that certain sector of society but we changed and we embraced it and you know in in, in, in 10 years 15 years time it's, it's going to obviously this is going to happen it's something that is happening and I think we have to embrace it we have to look after every single child and love them like that's all that's all that you want to do in life is just be caring be care- for people and I think that's something that, that has to be shown to the forefront if you have your views on that keep them to yourself yeah. you know Albert it's it's a tricky one <clears throat> but maybe I'm I'm old fashioned I know if it was in my day and my son came to me and he wanted to go to school with a skirt uh, he'd have been told what he was and he would not be allowed to go to school with a skirt. I think, again, it's coming back to the same thing. But did you look back now and say, well, that was of a time, but I wouldn't do that now if well, I was a parent in this day and age? No, I would do the same thing today. Would you? Because I think that uh, children and and can be very cruel. And that person or young lad if he decides to walk in with a skirt in the school he will go home in a lot worse mentally situation by the time that his classmates is finished with him. Do you think so even though because they will laugh and make a fool of him but even society has moved on we're, we're no, more understanding in this day and age and yes but where are we going with society uh, society had standards. I think that we are dropping our standards and we're allowing, uh, you know what I mean, Anthony says everyone should do. If everyone was allowed to do what they want to do, it would be chaos. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you have to have standards. And and uh, without standards, then it's, it's a free for all. And uh, I, I have a daughter teaching in Dublin. Yeah. And she's about to give it up. Because? For the simple reason, the rules, you can't say him, you can't say her, you can't say daddy, you can't say mammy. We're gone mad in this country. And she's considering giving up her yes, vocation yes, because of that? Because yes, because the pressure of, of having to uh, go through all the rules that is coming out from education, the, the Department of Education... Just to please a, a section, mm. and uh, it's only starting. And and until unless we pull it back to reality and common sense, the whole thing is going to get out of hand. 
did you want to say something there, Anthony, or not? No. Um, no. Look, no. I suppose Albert's entitled to his opinion, and 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 you know, I don't think he's right on on a few of the points that he's made. Um, I think we have to embrace this, and whether or not if you're not going to stamp it out by saying, "Well, we have to stop this," you're not going to stop it. It's part of life. We have to move on. And as I said to you, you know, everyone's different. Treat them all equally. It yeah, doesn't but Anthony, matter. Anthony, if I went into your restaurant in the morning. Or, or tonight and I decide that I want to eat with my hands or I want to stand on the table you will politely I'm quite sure would come to me and say I have standards here and would you please leave if you're going to uh, break my standards uh, I'd be disappointed if you didn't so I think you have to have standards you just cannot have a free for all uh, and we can't pander to everybody. Like, you can't describe somebody's sexual orientation as regards standing on a table or eating with their hands. It's standard. I'm it's, talking it, about standards. I'm talking about standards. If you drop your standards in your premises, then everyone drops the standards roundabout. You've got to keep standards, and the same thing applies to society. Um, it, it, it doesn't. Um, you know, I think that's a very old-fashioned way of looking at things. Um, you, if you have somebody, whatever sexual orientation they've decided to be, whatever way they have, they're not going to be dis- discriminated for coming into my restaurant. As well as that, you have to understand that this is the society that we live in. This is the world that we live in. Things are changing and changing at a rapid pace. And yes, I will embrace it and I will continue to embrace it and I will look after whatever way I want as regards somebody, whatever way they d- decided to go in Life, I will certainly nature that, whether it's my children or whether it's somebody else's child who comes into my house or so whatever they decide to do. That's the way that it is with me, and that's my opinion. Uh, fully agree with Albert Higgins. He always talks common sense on your show. This person uh, says, um, totally agree with your guests, or maybe one guest in this case. We need to keep our standards up. We're supposed to have our children become a productive member of society. Uh, hi, Niall. Albert is speaking a lot of sense this morning. I like listening to him. Uh, but as opposed to that, uh, um, Albert, well, someone else is saying, um, do, 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 do. Uh, it's people like Albert with views like that. That's why boys and girls are so afraid to say how they feel this day. Albert, get with the times, uh, says this person. But I have to say, most people saying they fully well, agree with I, your point of view. I, this I, spent, I spent all my life with youth, with boys and girls at sport. And uh, I don't think any one of them can come back and say it that I didn't treat them properly and I moved with the times but I also think that we are losing our standards in society today. Uh, Let children be children, says someone else and when they are old enough, maybe over 18, then have the discussion with their family about what they want to be. Okay, we move on. Uh, Keep your texts and comments coming. Lots and lots of reaction, particularly in relation to what we've just uh, discussed. The, the Irish language, Shocked in the Gaelga, um, ha- has just passed. Do you buy into Shocked in the Gaelga, Anthony, or 
the promotion of the Irish language or do you speak Irish at all or can you speak Irish? Or? I speak a little bit of oh, Irish. Do you? All right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I suppose I've, I've learned that from my kids. My, both my, all my, all my children go to the girls' school um, in St Mary's, um, yeah. and and uh, I've obviously embraced it and I've learned it. And because of that, so you, you wouldn't, yeah. you're not relying on your living cert Irish, then you. Oh, you can get by. I can, yeah. like, I can get by. I can vaguely hold a conversation in Irish, oh, right, but okay. um, you know, it's it's something that I've obviously I've had to learn because the homework and everything is. It's going to come to it. Is it difficult to help out with the homework? Then <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> It's an absolute nightmare. But all you have to do is kind of knuckle down and get the old phone out and the dictionary out. And, yeah. and you know, like it's a bit of fun too because you're learning it. But I think it's something that needs to be taught. You know, it's it's our it's our mother language. Um, it's the same as any other country. I think that we do need, we don't need to certainly let that one go. We need to hold on to it and try and try and encourage it, especially yeah. with our children. Uh, w- would you like to be very proficient, Flahulak, in in the Irish language is that something you would aspire to or not no or? I'd prefer I'd prefer Spanish or French I can hold a conversation yeah. in, in Spanish and I can sing the fields of Atten Ryan French so there you go <laughs> you probably use that a lot more then do you I do in the odd, odd, odd night out uh, yeah alright well let's hope you'll be singing this, this weekend and next weekend Albert, Albert the Irish language promotion of the Irish language shocked in the Gaelic does it serve a purpose or not uh, or is there a bit of tokenism about well, it? Well, it's it's I yes, I think uh, there there's there's a lot of uh, tokenism about it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't speak Irish. I didn't go to school long enough, uh, and uh, I I could never gr- grasp for the few years I did go to school. So. Yeah, and never never regretted that, or you just you don't. No, no, yeah. no. I I would be. I, I would. My view would be that uh, again we're in this big wide world and I would I'm delighted to see that uh, it is coming in that we will be teaching uh, another language uh, I, I think uh, you know French yeah. German something like that more, uh, more beneficial would be more yeah. beneficial you, you were care look at the council I think were you no no, no were you not never, okay. I, I was never never, uh, okay. but did, never did, given did, that honour did you fill in for the care look at any stage I'm sure no, you did no did no, you not no I was just going to ask you did you ever have to make any addresses in Irish I, and would, what would I was always on the back benches <laughs> alright well we might get to the well let's well let's go to that the, the back benches situation there was a situation at Sligo County Council this week, not for the first time, where there was a bit of a to-do, a set-to over uh, Sinn Féin Councillor Arthur Gibbons referring to the independent members, not necessarily the local ones, more so to do with the, the national politicians, the independents, the soft independents. Would you... Do you think they'd well, reason I, to be... Well, I, I was surprised uh, maybe to hear Arthur uh, uh, saying that because, uh, you know what I mean... It would be interesting to see how many times did Arthur take the soft way out and not support the estimates. Right, okay. But, uh, something over nothing anyway, you think? Something over yeah. nothing, yeah. Anthony, are, are you of a, a supporter of independent uh, politicians? Do they deserve to be described and dismissed as soft 
in any way. Ah, do I don't think so. Um, obviously, look at um, Arthur has ha, has his own opinion on it, and and uh, I think uh, I, I don't think much of it really, to be honest with you. As regards, um, you know, it would have it would have certainly annoyed some independents, and 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 some independents would actually probably say maybe Arthur's probably right in what he's saying because they didn't stand up and they vote with the government. So it's really a two-edged sword. Um, I think I think def- definitely wound up the independence anyhow yeah. um, but like you know he, he, I know Arthur and, 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 I, and I know he's very strong opinionated and I suppose you know he's, he's entitled to them opinions if, if, they're, if they're not going to stand up um, but maybe going around saying you know that they're soft I said would definitely put their back up um, yeah. that's really it I'd say yeah alright okay Albert is right the child who wanted to be called they is the reason that Enoch Burke's career is essentially finished someone else says a boy wearing a skirt to school is just setting himself up to be bullied and that will cause far more mental health issues when he's older than the rule in the school to say he has to wear trousers. It should be explained to the younger generation that it is an object and they are more than one person. This is a phrase that they're going through that should not be encountered. And someone else says, and I think Anthony made the point, we should just treat everyone oh no they're saying treat everyone equal and Albert always did that and he was great with children down the years which I don't think anybody would disagree with um, I, you were very passionate about the Ukrainian situation Albert the last time you were on and since we've had you on we've had the one year anniversary and no sign of this to end at all um, what are your you're of the strong opinion that I won't I, say we, but moves should be made to stop all this. But how do you? I think it 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 annoys me when you hear uh, our European leaders and uh, making wonderful speeches of and standing back. And I think when you see the the destruction and the devastation that is happening in Ukraine while the world stands by and watch it happened. And uh, I have no doubt it may be 12 months, but it will, something will have to happen to try to stop it. Like what? what, what, what well, if there's to be a World War Three, then it, it, it has to happen. There's not much difference what's happening today and, and what, what happened in the Second World War. And the same thing is happening. We stood back and we talked and we patted on the back and we done everything. And in the end, it, 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 confrontation had to happen. And but is that, when, is that you, how you see this going? Is it is it is it that serious? Do you think? I think it is very serious. Uh, you know what I mean? We we know Ukraine is it's one. Where does it stop then? Mm. I I achieved that. You know, 13 years ago, it came into the crime mayor area. That's all I want. 13 years later, I want the rest of it. And we we move on. But I don't think, and, and the danger, and I think, uh, I can't think of the man's name, but you take the nuclear plant that only yesterday was in grave danger. Yeah. Of, you know, and until this happens... When that happens, and it, it, I don't know how it hasn't happened yet, then we'll start taking action and we'll start standing up. But the, it'll be too late then. 
So from what you're saying, this is this is going to get worse, not better in, oh, in the I, short term. I think if if there is no sign of the Russian stopping, uh, and when you take all we talked earlier about refugees, we have to all that problem mm. is being caused while we stand back. And I think I would call our leaders in Europe cowards. Now, maybe I'm a bit hot-headed. Would, would you include but, but us, us Irish? We, in we are the same. We're talking tokenness. Well, we're a neutral country, so have... Nobody is neutral. You what? can... I don't believe in you. In you. Everyone has an opinion, and everyone in their own little way will be adding and doing, and... But I, I, I think it galls me to see the destruction and children being pulled out of bombed buildings and and it, it's it's just it's unbelievable anthony uh, your your thoughts on the ukrainian situation which not not always a year on not always in the front pages as we know we've got a bit used to and uh, the scenes of carnage over there unfortunately yeah it's look at it's shocking what's going on and uh, i do think um, it's coming to the stage now where, where where there has to be intervention, but um, I don't think it'll be. It might probably won't come from uh, Europe. It'll be led by the Americans, um, and hopefully then they, they obviously Europe will then back them. Um, like it has to stop, like the killing and the naming the children. And I totally agree with Albert. It's 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 shocking what's going on and seeing bills being decimated, towns and houses and villages and cities wiped out overnight and and you you have to ask yourself why why actually you know why why do you want this and why did you cause this conflict and let's let, let's call a spade a spade it was Russia that's caused this mm. and you know they'll have to live with the consequences and I think the more sanctions that Europe are trying to put on them the, the better it is um, as regards uh, we are in a, a neutral um, uh, state we are a neutral country so we're, we're not going to get involved in it um, obviously we don't have the manpower certainly to get involved in it sure they we hardly have the manpower to mind to mind our own country, let alone try and uh, fight off the Russians or try and get involved in it. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's time that somebody steps up to the mark and puts a stop to this. Um, will it, there be a World War Three? I certainly hope there's not. Um, I think that maybe diplomacy and talks might get us through it. Uh, China have recently came out um, with, with a peace plan and maybe the rest should solve, uh, follow suit. I, I yeah. just hope to God it, it stops and an end to this carnage is it happens quick. Yep. Uh, when, when you see, we, we have a Monday, we, we have in, in in our church hall, we have a, a thing, we started Haven for people who are lonely, who's alone and all the rest. And we, we could have 50, 60 coming in there of a Monday and we give them a, a bowl of soup and a sandwich mm. and talk to them. Yeah. But it would break your heart when you see a, a 60 or 65-year-old woman yeah. who was quite obvious was a homemaker back in Ukraine with not a word of English, not able to use technology because most of them can use trend, you know. Yeah. And it would it it's heartbreaking to see that person in a f- country and not able to talk yeah. or carry on a conversation or anything. I think it was, it was quite obvious. Uh, I attended a, a function in the Peace Park a couple of weeks ago on, on the day of the 
first anniversary and I think it was, it was quite obvious how much they appreciate what your church is doing for them in Sligo but you are you were right there were heartbreaking scenes back then uh, on that day just to, uh, what what they've left behind and um, what they're experiencing here in Ireland um, where is the United Nations in all this as some as this listener she sh- they should intervene before it is a nuclear war and then it's going to be too late and all they'll else, do is talk yeah and someone else says yeah uh, the Ukrainian government have been bombing the Donbass region since 20 uh, 14. Albert is nothing but a warmonger. You've been called a lot of times uh, things in your time, Albert. I don't I well, think that's, that's probably a al- new one. There's always a first. Yeah, alright, okay. I want to ask you very finally on the show about St. Patrick's Day and St. Patrick's Weekend and I, I've said this on the show for many years. If I were in a position to change one thing in this country I would always have a St. Patrick's Day weekend. I'd always put St. Patrick's Day on a Friday or a Monday or make a weekend out of it and by the way the dates are falling that is to be the case uh, would, would you agree with that Anthony and, I mean yeah as someone in business absolutely uh, look at it it's, it's a fantastic weekend it kicks off the tourist season um, we already have seen Americans um, both into Hooked and Alabon in the last couple of nights uh, there on a Monday Tuesday night uh, they were certainly about and, and they were coming in and enjoying the food and enjoying uh, the crack they were telling me that they were home home for St. Patrick's Day looking forward to spending it in Sligo looking forward to enjoying the Wild Atlantic Way etc etc so I do think it, it should be a weekend celebration um, I think it should start on Friday totally agree with you Niall yeah. um, right through until the Monday uh, lap it up go out and enjoy yourself and and uh, as I said to you you know it's great to see uh, that it is the start of the season we've had a we've had a, a couple of hard months um, you know especially with the weather and stuff like that but you know we're, we're, we're kicking it off now so I, I hope to God it's a great season for Sligo for every business and yeah. for every um, premises around town um, including not just restaurants but every single shop we need it and we'll embrace it uh, Albert, are national holidays something oh, I, I, to be... I think it is very important. Uh, it, we, we started off in the Bulls Club uh, this week. We had a party down from Shank Hill of 15 or 20 people and they played Bulls uh, for two days and went back delighted with their few days in Sligo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I would be... agree, yes, the more we can... Uh, create uh, of of a good weekend. It brings everybody. It brings the locals out. It it rubs off onto everybody. All right. Okay. And and the, the case for a, a weekend event. You think that? Yes. Would, oh, I think even so, though yes. the seventeen Be- falls in a weekday, we yes. should have the, oh, maybe yeah. because yeah. you have even family. They will come home for the for the the weekend. Where if it's midweek, they have to work yeah. the next day. So I think a weekend. Did you beat them in bowls? Yes, we did, yes. (laughs) 